Because I don't want to be stuck wearing my old, outdated glasses. Because I want to wake up and just be able to see. Because enough is enough. At the Eye Center, we've heard it all. All the reasons why it's time for LASIK. Over the past 30 years, the Eye Center has helped tens of thousands of people realize the freedom LASIK provides. Now is the time for LASIK. With 20% off for a limited time with one of Northern Virginia's leading surgeons. Plus, get an additional $800 off when you schedule within 30 days. Register for your savings and schedule your free consultation now at theeyecenter.com. Some restrictions apply. All right, it is a big, big day. Well, it's the eve of a big, big day. Yeah, Anthony's about to sell his shoes for money. Well, now I was going to talk about Seton Hall basketball. <laughs> Why am I going to sell my shoes for money tomorrow? I don't know. I just wanted you to You just wanted to say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we are going to talk about the whole shoe, sock, foot picture selling thing. But it's our, excuse me, sixth annual arguing about the Hardball Classic! Yeah, Seton Hall takes on Rutgers basketball. We have a special guest who's going to join us for the podcast. Yeah, we do. Who actually has way more knowledge about the New Jersey sports world than we will ever have combined. Mm, truth. Uh, but should I, should I do it, Carla Yeah, Murray? do it. Howdy, partners. For your safety, remain seated with your hands, feet, arms, and legs inside the train. And be sure to watch your kids. I get you pumped, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. I got a billion things on my to-do list, and I'm like, easy breezy, calm about it. Are you high? I'm just doing this thing where I stop thinking about it lately. It's been pretty cool. It helps. It helps, but then I get less done, I think. No, I think sometimes you just have to realize, like, when you have a long list of things to do, looking at the long list doesn't help. Well, I don't even, here's what I've also been doing, which is so not me. I love lists. I haven't been making lists. Just as just I'm make like, you nervous. As I'm like, oh, I have to do that. I forgot. And then I kind of like, then I'll do it. Or I'll be like, all right, I'll do it tomorrow. But making the list in my mind has always been like, okay, it's on the list. It's fine. Yeah. And it's like, and I forget about it. I think, you know what's funny? And this is just coming to me now. But I think one of the reasons that we do have such high levels of anxiety today, just generationally. Yeah. Like if you're a millennial, Gen X, whatever is under, what is it, Gen Z. Um you have these, like, statistically, they're just higher levels of depression and anxiety. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think one of the reasons that happens is because, obviously, we're so much we're so much more connected than previous generations were, we feel like we have to accomplish so much in small amounts of time. Like, we've been taught, make a list, attack yeah. everything, whatever, seize the day. Sometimes it's easier just to say, what do I have in front of me? Let me get that done. And then I'll worry about all the other stuff because, like, it was um, on the... What's the podcast? History Verse. Have you listened to no. that podcast yet no. with Teddy Roosevelt? So it's an iHeartRadio production with Mental Floss. And they take Teddy Roosevelt. And I think right now there's like seven or eight episodes. And it's Teddy verse blank. So one of them was like Teddy verse oh, tragedy. You told me that, okay. Teddy verse time management was a really great um, podcast to listen to. Because this is a guy, Teddy Roosevelt, who a president. was a president. Who, as a conservationist, uh, built our national park system essentially. He wrote books. He traveled while he was president. He went on like a riverboat, like expedition into uncharted parts of the Amazon. This is a guy who did a lot, right? Yeah. And everyone assumes that he was multitasking. He no. wasn't. He, he just was, split up his day in like tiny little increments. His whole thing was he would give everything time, 
and then take all of his mental ability, all of his concentration, all of his effort towards that thing. So even if it was something as simple as— He would as, read a book for 30 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. If, if he's going to read, he's just going to read and focus on that for 30 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I know there's all these studies that are like women are better multitaskers, and I'm sure that we are to an extent. But you can't multitask on things that require the same part of your brain at the yeah. same time. Well, it's also multitasking. Listen, yes, there are times like if you're a mom and you're or a dad like, and you're yelling at your kids, but you're trying to do dinner and trying to help someone with with, uh, with homework. Yeah, that's mental. That's multitasking. But if you're trying to accomplish a, a significant goal, like read a book and listen to a podcast, can't do that at the same no. time. But if you're trying to accomplish a significant goal or even a small task, you're better off just focusing on that, putting all your effort and your yeah. attention there, and giving it the uh, the attention it deserves. You know, it'll be cool though when we are in the future. And we can do things instead of reading a book or listening to a podcast, we can just download it into our brains and just yeah, have that knowledge. Just the information. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> my uh well, I know what I say, my our boss, Jared, who works here in Seattle. Because so, I don't have a boss. I don't have bosses. Yes, you do. You no. have we we both have the same amount of bosses. I don't. You don't. Mm. When so when they come here in the new year, are you gonna tell them that? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna save this audio for them. <laughs> Um, no, so our boss, Jared, <laughs> and this is going to be a downer for a second. He just lost his uh, grandmother yeah. yesterday. And I was I was texting back and forth with him, you know, giving him my condolences. He's like, you know what's crazy? And I thought about this when my grandfather passed away. The amount of technology that was developed in, in the last, time. like, because she was 94. I know. She was like, he, she was around with Hitler. Like, that's how old she was. And then he started asking, he goes, what's, you know what's crazy? Thinking about what's going to happen when we're 94 years yeah. old. When it's 2070-something. Well, I always think my grandpa died when I was eight in 1996. He, like, if he came back right now. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, let me call. And he'd be like, why does your phone? I mean, there were, I think, maybe some cell phones, phones but, yeah, but not like common. A yeah. And then he'd be like, why is there a TV on your thing that's in your hand? And yeah. wait, you mean you can show video of other people? Like, it would be so wild to show him. How about this? How about how simple is this? Let's say your grandfather was like, oh, I got to get home. I want to watch the 6 o'clock news. And you could just say, no, you can no, watch no. it whenever you want. I know. That little the thing. The Yankee game. He would love to watch the Yankee game from anywhere. And Jared's question was, think about what happens when we're going to be, what's going to happen when we're like 90-something. It's like, how are we going to, because right now, you could just go on Bumble or Hinge or Tinder. How are we going to match with people in the future? Like, if I match with someone oh. on, on a, an app. It'll probably be like one of those 3D things. Like, like they're going to hologram into my apartment. And I'm going to be like. Mm, turn around. <laughs> well, I said it's going to be hologram dating, and then we'll have, like, avatars going out on dates. Like, we wouldn't even have to leave. Oh, how nice would that be? You'll just send this being, this hologram avatar, to have a date, maybe even do it, and then you just put on, like, virtual glasses and watch it. Yeah, I'm. it's so funny because now that I'm in my house, I can park right outside. Like, I don't... I don't have assigned parking. That is one thing that was not good about this, and parking mm -hmm. can suck. But with my timing, I literally, like, my car is 10 feet from my house. Now, in my apartment building, I would have to leave my apartment, take an elevator, walk to the garage. So now if I forget something in my car, I'm like, oh, it's right there. And it's just, like, I realize how much I put off when I was in my apartment. Like, I was like, oh, I have to run to the store to mail something yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I hopped right in my Jeep and came back and boom. But when I was in my apartment, I would go days without doing errands. It's interesting that you let a luxury actually get in the way the of you doing things. Because the garage is a luxury. Yeah. It's something you pay extra for. 
But it's something that's super convenient because you don't have to get out in the, the rain or snow. No, but or... here, you got to get down the elevator, walk through the garage, get in the car, drive out the level, then got to wait for the gate to open, and you got to leave. It's just like, you know what? Boop, in my car. Out of all the dumb things people have complained about in the history of complaining about dumb things, mm-hmm. that might be the dumbest. Oh, I have to park in a garage. No, it was nice, especially <laughs> when it snowed a lot this year, but... We'll see what happens uh, next speaking year. Speaking of your house, you got a big TV in there. Talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, we will be watching Seton Hall and Rutgers play in ooh, ooh, New ooh, Brunswick. Ooh, 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 ooh. Chop, 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 chop. Should we bring in our guest? Shiano's back. All right, let's. Well, uh, he's not the guest. No, Greg Shiano is not our guest. Eric Legrand. What's going on, guys? We're good. good. How are you? How's Jersey? Jersey is Jersey is cold. <laughs> cold out here right now. Hey, first question, because this is the first time I'm actually ever talking to you, really? Eric. Uh, Taylor Hammer pork yeah. roll. Oh. Ah, uh, so you're 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 gonna you're gonna like this. I'm Taylor Hammer. Okay, yeah. all right. Good, good, good. He knows. He knows where we sit. Just even, nor- even though I, I Central Jersey does exist, I consider it myself does not. North Central. You do not. It does exist. <laughs> oh, we're all gonna fight. We're gonna fight. Well, here's the thing. I'm. I'm actually happy that you and Carla Marie are disagreeing on something to kick this off because you're you're both gonna like team up here and gang up on me with Seton Hall Rutgers tomorrow. Exactly. You know we gotta we gotta you know, we gotta talk all junk right now because it's about to go down tomorrow, my man. <laughs> and the cool part about tomorrow's game is that I heard that Shiano is actually gonna be talking to the student section tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He he has a bunch of recruits coming for official visits, and at halftime, they're giving him the microphone to address the whole crowd. So I know, I know you're, I know you're excited. He's back home. I've been loving seeing all the the videos and stuff that you've been posting with him and him coming back, and it's just it feels so normal to have him back. It really, it really does because it's been rough over there for the past few years. Rough and Carlos games on the radio is just it's just been miserable, but. He was the best guy for it, and we know what he's done. And the, now the fan base, we have something to finally be excited for again. It's awesome. Yeah. Now, real quick for the the non-New Jersey uh, Rutgers football fans that have been listening, Greg Schiano did coach Rutgers for a while. <laughs> yeah. Kind of what you, what I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you played, but probably the golden years of Rutgers football was under Greg Schiano, right, Eric? Yeah, they they were there geez, from 2006 until or without that year until. I want to say 2012, yeah. that makes 2011, sense. are really that golden years for Rutgers. And I was got there in 2008, and it was amazing just to see the, the support that we had from the entire state. Everyone was excited, to, and everyone was talking about Rutgers football, and that's what it was all about. It's going to happen again. Can we can we talk college football for a second? Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Oh, because, well, I'm out. Well, no, here's my theory. So Greg Schiano obviously uh-huh. did a really great job. You were on some of those squads. Um, but they were still, Rutgers football was still in the Big East, which, although it was a decent conference, did not compare to the Big 12, the Big 10, the SEC, or any of those conferences. So now, do you think that he is going to have a hard time adjusting to the elevated um, competition? Because now, instead of playing Boston College or Louisville, you're playing Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. I'm actually glad that you bring that up because – Back then, the bees they weren't Ohio State and Michigan, but he did mention, hey, we the Big Ten. I mean, the Big East had top fifteen teams every year, whether oh, yeah. it was Louisville, South Florida, or Rutgers at points. Mm-hmm. But of course, now he's already been at Ohio State. He knows what that's 
that's like to be able to with, you know coach those type of players and those type of guys. And he also was at Tampa Bay where he coached in the NFL for a little yeah. bit. So I don't think the competition is, is going to you know be something. If you can coach, you can coach. It doesn't matter what conference you're in. And now it's all about recruiting. Yeah, you got to get the you got to get these Jersey guys to stay home. And I know. I, and I think that uh, yeah, I think obviously there were definitely great teams in the Big East for a long time. I think the difference with the Big Ten though is consistently you're playing top level teams on on a on a weekly basis almost, with the exception of like. Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give respect to Iowa. I was definitely, <laughs> but um, but um, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying because you're not playing UConn anymore. You're exactly. Playing, you know, you're you're playing others, other schools that have the same caliber. So, bam, uh, we're gonna uh, kick butt next year. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, we're gonna shock. We're gonna shock a lot of people. Everyone's like, oh, maybe two, three wins, we'll be happy with stuff. But I'm gonna watch. No, we're going five or six. Watch. Oh yeah. Okay. Listen, I get it. You guys are both Rutgers people. Oh, but you got to at least give them some time. This is a team that <laughs> kind of got smoked in a lot of games. Yeah, yeah I know. They, they, they <laughs> got to, but you got to you got to look at the attention to detail that this guy's going to bring. Yeah. These yeah. guys are actually yeah. going to be smarter football players. They're going to be more well-developed football players. And that's what's going to make them be successful. I, I truly believe that. Eric, what do I have to do to be asked to come to a game and win, and get like some honorary award during halftime <laughs> next year. Uh, well, first off, you gotta gotta come definitely come out to Jersey okay. for a game, guys. Fair. Yeah, man. Then you know I got some got some push push and pull over there. I might be able to make some things happen Hell for yeah. you. Hell yeah! Show love to our Rutgers family. You know how we do. So I've only been to two or I've been to two Rutgers games in Jersey. One here when they were playing yep. UW. Um, and you, I need you guys to fill me in because I know if you go to like uh, an Arkansas game, right? Their whole thing is woo pig suey and mm-hmm. people scream it out. Like Bobby Bones, who does radio nationally, yeah, yeah. got to go there and be like the celebrity woo pig suey guy. Yeah. Is there something uh, that Rutgers does? Do you like chop wood now that you Siano's could, back? You could chop or you could start the R U. R U. R U. A lot of people do the R U. Are you rah rah? Are you rah rah? Yeah. Oh my God. Upstream, red team, red team, upstream. We didn't practice that. God, I already hate this podcast. Okay, so that's going to happen tomorrow, Anthony, in your face when Seton Hall loses at the rack again. Eric, are you going to be at the game? Yeah, I like the again, too. Are you going to be at the game, Eric? Oh yeah, I'll be front and center at the game. I can't wait. One of my actually one, one of my best friends actually coaches on Seton Hall. He's going to be like directly right across from me, so it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun if you know Rutgers has to go up. I you look at him a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> who, is, who is your friend mm-hmm. on uh, on Seton Hall? My friend Brandon Hall. He's one of the assistant coaches right now. Oh on yeah, the, um, on, the, on the team. Yeah, he played over at St. Peter. So yeah, how did you get that um, last name? Yeah, I know, I know all about this Hall in and everything. Now. That's crazy. What his last name? So. It's crazy. It's you know, crazy. Yeah, he's over on the staff now. You know what's going to be interesting is um, this is the first year they're selling alcohol at the rack. Yep. Oh, so, you know it's going to get a little bit wild. In there. If it's a close game, too, and then the oh. fans start talking junk, yeah. you know <laughs> the security is going to have to be on high alert because it could get a lot of throwdown scapping. We know how we know how it gets a little bit here in Jersey. Well, Anthony and I will be watching together from here. It'll be 1 p.m. our time, 4 p.m. your time. Um, so we'll be heckling each other, obviously follow along on our social, but I want everyone to follow along for you, Eric, as well. Yeah. Um, but I know that you've got your clothing line, Shop 52, and I want you to talk a little bit about that. I know I've got my shirt that says Role Model, and I love it. But what else do you have going on, and what do you want people to know about Shop 52? 
Yeah, so I actually was going to be selling the clothing my clothes line at the game tomorrow. I have nice. a, I dropped a role model brand, which I wanted to represent me, so I said role model R-O-L-L, but yeah. instead of the O, I, I put a handicap sign in to represent me. And also, Believe 52 has been my motto since my injury. So I came out with Believe 52 gear as well for my clothing line, and we're going to be selling the shirts there. It has black and white. Uh, for the T-shirts and the long sleeve for role model, then we got hoodies, but the Believe 52 as well as the long sleeve shirt. Oh, so yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, so, Eric, I want to actually talk about your injury briefly. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was Met Life during the Army game, was it? Yes, back in 2010, October 16th, we at Met Life versus, versus the Army Black Knights. And obviously it's, it's a devastating injury. Um, losing any sort of mobility is always going to be tough. What's been mm-hmm. one of the things, because... We like to always talk about how people can overcome adversity. Uh, adversity. adversity. Ad, um, adversity. Adversity. There we go. And um, that Dean Hall forward. education yes, right Zine there. Hall. Uh, and move forward with things. What has been one of the things that's kind of kept you going? Honestly, it's been the support that so many people have given me. The people that reach out to me and tell them how I'm inspiring them and doing this for them, or they they read my book, or they ran three miles today because they know I would do anything to run again. Mm-hmm. It makes you know that you're making a difference in this world and helping other people. And the best thing about this is, I, this is who I am. I don't have to put on a front mm-hmm. and act like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm just happy to look. No, this is me. What you see is what you get with me, and I am generally a very happy guy. I appreciate the things I do have in my life, and I have seen so many other people in my situation that just do not have the same opportunities, and I know I'm, I'm very blessed and very fortunate, even though I can't walk, but there's some great things I have going on in my life. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, everything you've done has been so incredible for, like you said, people who are who are like you or anyone who just needs to be inspired and yeah. what you've done for Rutgers as a whole. I mean, well, we can ignore that part. Well, you and Rutgers are, it's just, yeah. it's just <laughs> together now. And I think when people think of you, they think of Rutgers and what, when people think Rutgers, they think, Oh, Eric LeGrand. And it's, it's amazing of everything that you've been able to do. And now with the clothing line and giving back. And I, I mean, the first night I met you, we were out in a bar in Hoboken and we had been back and forth on mm-hmm. social for a while. And I remember being like, Oh my God, Eric LeGrand is here. I finally get to meet him. And it's just, it is amazing what you have done and how you've proven that no matter what happens, you can rise above it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I live life to your philosophy. You think about it. Like I got hurt when I was 20 years old. And, you know, God willing, I hope I have many more years. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to live a miserable life. I'm no. still going to go out the bars. I'm still going to have fun. I'm still going to do the things I want to do. And in the process of helping other people, and that's why I started a foundation to raise money to find a cure for paralysis. And honestly, life is it's been good. It's been really good. Now, I've, you're on, like, the front lines of this. Are there any new, like, cool technologies Ooh. that are being developed that you're aware of? Yeah, so actually, right now, the Reed Foundation has been funding this um, this uh, whole clinical trial with epidural stimulators where people are putting these stems, like, it's like a like a little stem where you put in this, on your lower part of your spinal cord and they turn on, it's like a remote, you turn it on and people have regained back bowel function, bladder function, Whoa. sexual function, sensation throughout their body and been able to stand up with a walker. It's pretty crazy. Whoa. And even when they turn it off, it's like a remote and like turns on and you're able to start moving your legs and things like that. So there's a lot to come out. There's of course wow. more to be done with some of these tests, which is why we're raising the money to yeah. For these clinical trials, but things are happening, and I know that's why I say in the next ten to twenty years, who knows where we'll be with technology? Yeah. Because in the nine years I've been injured, the technology has grown so much already. Yeah, 
That wow, is really that's, cool. That's so, oh, my God. I'm so excited now. I can't wait to, like, follow along. So I want people to go follow you. It's Eric Legrand 52 on Instagram to keep up with everything you've got going on. They can also go to ericlegrand52.com, but also, and that's where they can shop, right? Yep, you go to ericlegrand52.com slash shop, and you can get some of the Shop 52 gear. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at ericlegrand52. And, yeah, just stay, stay, stay tuned. I'm telling you, this this story's not over yet. I know no, God not. has a great plan for me, and it's going to be some amazing stuff happening. I'm sure there will, and I'm I'm really excited for the amazing things that are going to happen tomorrow when Seton Hall beats Rutgers. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, man. We got, we got to get that dub at the rack tomorrow, man. It's going to be a lot of fun, though. I will say, if you asked me about this game three weeks ago, it would have felt a lot better, but we lost our number two scorer. Yeah. It's going to be a little tough tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, I did see that. I know. Actually, I, I do have to admit this. I did go to speak to Seton Hall. What was this over last spring? I went to speak to the team and uh, got to know some of those guys out there, especially Miles Powell. He's he's something special, man. I gotta give credit where credit's due. That he's the best player in the country. So it's yeah. gonna be fun watching. Nah, Rutgers he sucks. Beat the best in the <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Why not? Like I said, it's gonna be fun watching Rutgers beat the best player. In the country. <laughs> well, <laughs> Eric, that is a testament to how special you are because you, as a Rutgers mm-hmm. athlete, were let onto the Seton Hall campus yeah. to talk to our Seton Hall <laughs> Athletics Department. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for making time for us, man. Yeah. Absolutely. They better have let me on campus, all right, now. <laughs> <laughs> have fun tomorrow. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. And uh, Eric Legrand is not the only person trying to do nice things with a website and selling things. We are also, do- are also doing that. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about what you were selling. Oh, this the okay, you want to talk about that real quick? So I sold <laughs> pictures of my feet, and now I've sold a pair of sweaty socks, or socks that will be sweaty when I sell them. Now, I made a, it could be to someone who 220 bucks. But it could be someone who listens to this podcast. So? It's crazy. And I, I mean, listen, if you have the money to spend on something like that, all for it. I'll also send you pictures of my feet for money. I, I love how you're trying to make money off of me making money. Well, here's the thing. I have always wanted to do it. Like, because there's a... I'm banging my pen. Sorry. I've always wanted to do it because there are so many websites you can do. And I was like, I don't want to... Like, Whatever. But Anthony's just been doing this through Instagram. Can I tell you what happened? Yeah. So, and I talked about this a little bit on the big show, and you can go listen to our on-demand channel, Carla Marie and Anthony, Carla Marie and Anthony on demand. Mm-hmm. We've had so many people with dirty little secret be like, "Oh, I'm a uh, an escort, or I'm a sugar baby, or I sell pictures of my feet, Seems or my under, whatever." It's not even that. It's there's always someone in the studio, whether it's you, it's normally you. For the history of Dirty Little Secret going, oh, my God, I would totally do that. Or now Alabama sometimes is like, oh, I should look into that. I need some money. And when the when the opportunity was presented to me, I said, you know what? None of us have actually gone through have, this. I've been a sugar baby. Not a real sugar baby. Yes, I have. You I never had to meet the, the person. Yeah. They spent me thousands of dollars in gift cards. But you haven't had to do, like, the consistent texting and flirting back and forth. No, like, that's because I'm smart and I got the right yeah. sugar daddy. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Let me just do this. Let me, and it's part of my New Year's resolution, which is weird. I'm sorry, what? I was like, let me just start taking chances and doing things that I normally wouldn't do just so I can have more experience, more things to talk about, more yes. things to, to relate to people about. You said that last year and you did the, what was the? What? Well, last year, one of the reasons I did, no, I no, did no, no. Uh, improv was because I wanted to try new things. The ice thing that you did. I don't know what you're talking about. I really have no idea. The Olympic ice. Oh, curling. Yeah, you were like, I want to take chances. That was like two years ago. You went curling. Yeah, it's a new thing. So you went from, it's not new, it's been around forever. A new thing for me. And you went curling, you're now selling pictures of your feet on the internet. Yeah. 
Just got to try things. That's why I tried improv, though, and that helped. I'm going to take different courses and classes throughout the year. I'm going to try different things. Maybe I'll, you know, sell myself for sex or something. I got improv level three coming up, and what happens at the end of level three? You have to perform. And you're going to come watch. I am. Aww. Uh, So I have made $220 selling things from my feet. (laughs) uh, I sold a picture of each foot. Which is mind-boggling that they can be sold separately. What? Because everything, nothing is I mean, ever sold together. It's always sold separately. Yeah, you buy a remote control car, batteries come separately. Yeah. Batteries not included. included. Other so, foot not included. Yeah, if you buy a picture of my right foot, left foot not included. You got to pay fancy. up. Um, and then someone messaged me asking about uh, underwear and socks. But and I, I think said, $100 was like, you got a very high profile foot dealer, foot buyer. Well, I made 200 bucks off the same person. But I think that. I think that that's a lot. You know what the best part about it is? So the $20 that I'm going to make when I when I send these uh, mm. sweaty socks out, that's going to stay in my bank account. The $200, if you remember on Monday, Carla Marie came into the big show, into our morning show, and had a painting she wanted to sell. For Seattle Children's Hospital. For, yeah. And I said, this is the stupidest thing ever. If anyone even tries to, to buy this, I will match that donation. And it went for $200. So the $200 that I made... Selling nothing. pictures of Doing my feet. Nothing. I'm going to just Venmo to Carla Marie, and that's going to be included in the $400 oh, that goes to Seattle why Children. Why are you Venmoing it to me? Why don't you just go on to the website and donate yourself? It's really easy. Anyone can do it. Okay. If you text the letters O B H to five one five 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 O B H as in one big heart O B H to five one five five five, you'll get a link. And then you just donate, and then you use 106.1 in the drop down, and we get all the credit, which okay. is great. Which we'll be talking about a lot, especially the next four days. I was practicing. Um, Text OBH to 51555. And one of the things, so we actually want to do something good for people other than us, which mm-hmm. is rare. I'm just kidding. Um, we are, those You Look Great bracelets that we made with, mm-hmm. uh, with Little Words Project. Yeah. We found out, how many rooms are there at Seattle Children's? 407. 407. So there's an option. If we're, We'll put the link on all of our accounts. So uh, at the Carla Marie, at Worst Anthony, Carla Marie and Anthony on Instagram, yep, CM and Anthony there. on Twitter. We're going to put a link to where you can buy these bracelets. And if you don't want one for yourself, the address is there. And you, there's a little drop down. You can hit it to send those bracelets to Seattle Children. There's not a drop down. Whatever it is. There's, you it's have to, there. The address is in the description. That's where you ship to. There you go. Instead of shipping to yourself. So you can send it to Seattle Children's, and one of the, the kids there who's getting treatment can wear the bracelet. I love it. And we're trying to get 407 of these things sold. I think that would be really cool if we could outfit kind of the whole hospital with these bracelets. It would be wild if every kid there had one. And maybe you don't have social media. You want the link directly. Just email us. MyDayFridayShow at Gmail. Little we will words, take care of that. Little Words Project. You look great. You Google it, and it'll come up. Actually, it's one of the first things. Uh, but we have to go sell some uh, chestnuts now. Yeah, so we are celebrity chestnut roasters. As, as I've said, they are using that word celebrity loosely. Yeah, so we are actually working with the Fairmont Olympic Hotel here in Seattle. They reached out to us and said, will you be celebrity chestnut roasters? Um, all the money from the chestnuts you sell will go to Seattle Children's Hospital. So Yeah, and this is a big deal for us. This is the <gasps> oh. first year that we are uh, taking over this campaign and this charity and this this opportunity. So we really want to kick it off as our first one in the best way possible. So as you hear us talking about it, whether you want to donate now or on Tuesday, Tuesday when we're doing Radiothon. Like if you, you can wanna, call in yeah. and, and you'll probably get to talk to English Evan, but you may get 
on the air to talk to the two of us while we're broadcasting with Molly. Molly Mesnick, who was on The Bachelor, yeah. and you can watch her season on Netflix right now. Um, it would mean a lot if you could help us out with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, do something good as we get into the holidays. Um, Anthony, since we're doing chestnut roasting, do you think there's someone out there who might want a picture of you opening chestnuts with your feet? I mean, uh, that seems difficult because even opening them with my hands seems yeah, difficult Yeah, or maybe sometimes. just holding chestnuts or roasting them with your feet. What if I roast my feet? Can you? <laughs> your tootsies. Can you do things with your feet? I can walk and run. I can, like, pick things up with my toes. Mm, you can't? I don't think so. You're flat foot. No, I'm not. Yeah, I saw it yesterday when you were taking your picture. I'm, I'm not flat footed. That's not true at all. Well, I guess we're, no one will know unless they pay you. That's like saying you're five six. <laughs> you're not. But that's a fact. Yeah, me being, <laughs> I have arches in my feet. They're normal. Mine are high arches. So anyone else that is less <laughs> than mine are flat footed. Got you. Uh, listen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Like we say all the time, you could have done anything else with your time. You spent uh, spent it hanging out with us. Thank you very much. It is the My Day Friday podcast. Listen, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Because I don't want to be stuck wearing my old, outdated glasses. Because I want to wake up and just be able to see. Because enough is enough. At the Eye Center, we've heard it all. All the reasons why it's time for LASIK. Over the past 30 years, the Eye Center has helped tens of thousands of people realize the freedom LASIK provides. Now is the time for LASIK. With 20% off for a limited time with one of Northern Virginia's leading surgeons. Plus, get an additional $800 off when you schedule within 30 days. Register for your savings and schedule your free consultation now at theeyecenter.com. Some restrictions apply.